This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places, and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Today is March 6th, 2020. The focus of this edition are the scholastic aptitude tests, or these SATs, that are coming up on March 25th. I spoke to a couple of people in the know about that. Uh, English teacher Mark Cicerone, who is also on the Writing Across the Curriculum Committee, and Assistant Principal John Kunick, who is in charge of organizing the effort to administer the test here at West Warwick High School. And I asked them, basically, why should students care about this test? Here's what they had to say. This is going to be, you know, it's not going to be too serious. I'm not going to, I'm not going to grill you guys, but I just want to ask you where you were on the night of the 27th. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, okay, no Which right. 27? Uh, so if you have to ask, you're guilty if you have Lord to ask that question. Yeah. What's the motivation for the students to do well? For those students that are looking to go to a four-year school, um, it is a scholastic aptitude test to see um, where they are in terms of college preparedness. Uh, depending on the kind of college or university that you're applying to, um, schools do require SAT scores. The other thing is it also can provide different scholarship opportunities. Um, we're finding more and more of our students are having to contribute to their, um, their education financially. And so depending on, on what your score is, that can also contribute to some scholarship opportunities. And I think the one thing um, that people don't really think about, but I want to stress is I think we've all had in high school, a bad quarter. Um, Maybe we bombed a class. Um, Maybe we didn't do well um, in a particular subject area. And so it's not just the grades that schools look at for your scholastic aptitude, but it's also your SAT scores. So if you, I know myself, I did very poorly in physics when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my test helped sort of balance out that poor physics grade that, that I had. So if a student struggled really one quarter or in one course all year, the SAT is another way, that scores another way to show your scholastic aptitude and your capability. So people don't always think of that. They think, well, it's just my report card. But if you score high, let's say, on the analytical section or the writing section, it sometimes can balance out a poor previous grade. Gotcha. Now, what about the student who is not planning to go to college, or at least as of right now, is not planning to go to a two-wheel or four-year college. What is their motivation? Uh, Well, I think uh, it comes down to pride, first of all. That's the first thing. Students have to realize that this is going to be a record of their high school experience. Uh, It's going to be on paper. It's going to be part of who they are, their character. Um, And the other thing is non-college is sort of, you know, nobody's sure if they're going to go to college yet. They might change their mind, which is very important because these kids say, I'm not going to, I might not go to college. I, they, when you, as you get older, as I did, you change careers, you change your mind, and kids have to really prepare for that. So they need to really try their best to give themselves an opportunity if in the future they decide, you know what, I think I'm going to go back to school. And the SATs will be there for them when they do do that. As uh, 
great football coach Bill Parcells once said, I reserve the right to change my mind. That's right. And people do change their minds. They do. Right, and I think actually Mr. Cicerone brings up a great point because a lot of people don't know about your scores that you receive are valid for five years. So a lot can happen and change over the course of five years. So let's say you are in a, um, in a career path. Let's say you want to start your own landscaping business. Um, and you know that you're not going to go to school right now. And as you are growing your business, you realize that you need a degree in accounting because you're tired of paying an accountant to do your work and so that you decide you want to go back to school. Well, I don't think you're going to really want to spend the money um, as an adult to sit down and take a test that you could have taken for free in, in high school. So, again, those scores are valid for five years. You can send those scores you can enroll in the accounting program, and then your business can continue to flourish. So what are some things that are planned to get uh, the student body psyched for this test, if you will? Yeah, we're trying to make it a little bit more exciting this year. We're trying to tap into their competitiveness this year and uh, try to make them face off against schools like Coventry. Um, try and make them, help them to face off against uh, last year's junior class, oh, yeah. seeing what their scores are this year compared to the Coventry students, compared to last year's class, and provide some sort of a reward-based program for these kids where they get maybe uh, a day off of school where they're in school, but it's a day off from classes where there are, you know, movie time, uh, breakfast, a lunch. We, we're throwing around a lot of ideas to give them some incentives. Yeah. And is there anything solid yet, anything? definitive as to uh, what they would have to score to earn these uh, rewards, or is that coming soon? We're trying to get the arrow to start to go up instead of lateral or down, which it has gone in the past year or so, Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to compare some of those, maybe some different groups of kids against... Coventry groups. We don't have anything yeah. in stone yet, I don't think, Mr. Okay. Cunick, do we, as no. far as that's concerned? But competing against Coventry is, is one thing well, that we're looking some, into doing. That's something that gets our Wizards' blood boiling a little bit is when they have to compete against Coventry. So we think we, we want to beat Coventry in everything. We've done that. Let's get ready. Let's get Let's ready to rumble. Let's beat them at what matters most. Academics. Absolutely. Academics. Absolutely. We also have the uh, pep rally coming up. We're going to do like a game show type atmosphere in the auditorium Mm -hmm. and teach the kids solid test-taking techniques. Not vocab or things like that, but techniques that can help them get a competitive advantage over Coventry and other schools. I'm glad you said that because test anxiety is something, especially in the special education setting, I see a lot of. What are some strategies? I mean, we don't have to go in-depth to every single one. If you can give me an example of one or two things that students can do to combat that anxiety and enhance their performance on this and any other test. I think our students are doing that right now, and I think we have a phenomenal teaching staff that is working across the board and across all disciplines to prepare our students. And I know sometimes, as a student, you roll your eyes or you think... Why are we doing this? Um, But I think we've done a lot of creative and innovative things um, as a school. And I think really the faculty has played a huge part in that um, and something that I'm extremely grateful for. You know, we've installed the Question of the Day app on students' Chromebooks. They've had access to the Khan Academy since their, their freshman year. 
uh, junior classes are going to be receiving a mock SAT booklet that will be distributed um, either tomorrow or next week um, that they can also utilize. So yeah. there are a lot of things that we've been doing already to prepare for the test. Yeah. I think Mr. Cicerone and all of the work that he and the Writing Across Curriculum have done when we talk about the academic template, this is the second or third year we've had it out. Yeah. Our students are very comfortable with that format. And that's really the kind of format that they um, should be using when they're responding to the, the writing section. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, they had the academic summary template, which has been around. We did a, 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 we've done a PSA for it. And the uh, students in my collaborative and direct service special education classes are all familiar with it. And uh, it's really been two or three years now. Yeah. Yes. Great job with that. Thank I mean, you. Yeah, I, mean, it's really I think we should give Mr. Cicerone a round of applause for that. I, you have a button for that, Mr. White? <laughs> Crowd cheering. There we go. Sounds and, good. Because um, I don't hear that very often. Right. So, you know, it's, Even it's if it's really manufactured, it's happening. appreciated. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I will so. say this, too, Mr. White. I think success looks different for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, for some of our groups, it's just sitting down starting and finishing the test yeah that would be growth in some of our segments yeah we had kids last year who didn't finish the test and that hurt our scores yeah some of our maybe lower socioeconomic groups or special education groups maybe didn't get to finish the test and that hurt those groups yeah if they can just finish and that would be you know not to worry about scores as much but just to get to sit to the test and finish it and that will be a real accomplishment for some kids. And if we yeah. get every kid to sit and finish the test, that would get the needle moving in the right direction. Yeah. How are we as a school measured by this test? I mean, this is a standardized mm -hmm. test. How are we measured and what, what, what stake is in it for the school and for us who work here? I think the biggest thing really that we all have control over is I, I can't control how each student's going to do on the test. But really the big thing is our participation rate um, and really having over 95% of the students here. We really should have 100% the day of the test. So each school in the state of Rhode Island, if we were to look, use like the model of Yelp, um, there's an accountability ranking where you can get zero to five stars. Um, and one of those stars is actually based on our SAT results. Yeah. Um, and it's not just the score, it's also our participation rate. So sort of what Mr. Cicerone was saying earlier, we need these students to come to school to sit and take the test and complete the test. And for some, it might be very easy to do that. Um, and for others, it might be a challenge. But that's something that we really need everybody to buy into to help push that forward. Last year, we actually lost part of a star because we had a low participation rate. Um, and so as we walk the halls, I hear kids saying, I'm not going to come to school or... I'm just not going to take the test seriously. And that really hurts the value of, of the West Warwick education. And it's something that everybody should be really proud of, um, that they have a West Warwick diploma. And unfortunately, we live in a society that is constantly giving five stars, four stars, three stars. And that's something that every student can actually help contribute to help us get that, that star back. So what I'm, what I'm hearing is, let's say you're a student who does not like taking these tests, and, and let's say you're not a great student, you know, you're a borderline student, showing up, doing the best you can, can help the school as a whole. I mean, that participation rate is important, not only how you do, but even if you're not do, uh, even if you don't do that well, 
that participation rate can help boost the score of the school. 100%. Exactly. Gotcha. 100%. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's not just about you. <laughs> it is not. About, it's not just about one person. It's about the team. It's a team thing. That's why we wanted to create this this um, competitive incentive for the kids. Yeah. So that might be even one of the benchmarks. If we The higher the percentage, the better the reward for the kids. And that will have kids in the hallways saying, oh, you've got to come to school. Not, oh, I'm going to stay home too. Yeah. So they push each other to get the numbers up. And it doesn't take much. Yeah. We just got to get the numbers better than last year, yeah. better than Coventry. Yeah. And then they will be re- rewarded for that somehow. Yeah. In the upcoming days leading up to the test, we're going to be giving uh, tips to de-stress about the test yep. Uh, yep. for the test. Because if you're stressed, you're not going to perform as well as you should, Correct. no matter what you're doing. And I, I think it's important to remember it's just one day. And it's one test, and you can always do it again. So if you walk away <coughs> feeling that you could have done better or that you, you, know, you just didn't maybe achieve the score that you wanted, you can always sign up and take the, the test yeah. again. I just have one more thing to add. Yeah. Um, so students get four free score sends to colleges. And again, that costs money to send your, your scores. And so students that sit for the test when they do their pre-registration um, in a week in their English 11 classes, they'll actually be able to choose four schools. Um, and so that's one way to also save money. So mm. you know, if you take the test seriously and if you think you're going to go and pursue higher education, you can send your scores and be done and not have to come you know, on a Saturday and spend the sixty four fifty, and then the $12 it is to send to, to each school. So I think that's another thing to, to keep in mind as we get ready for the day. And I just also really want to say to all of our faculty, you know, they have spent many months preparing our students, looking at their curriculum, looking at strategies for success. And so I just hope students thank their, their teacher, because whether they realize it or not, that teacher has impacted you know, sort of de-stressing before the test by giving them strategies, practice questions, you know, and various other different methods. Do you need an SAT score to get into CCRI? No. Okay. I think just to clarify, a lot of our students take advantage of the Rhode Island Promise, which is an incredible program. Two free years of Yes, two free years. And so you will be looking at transferring to another state school. So URI actually might require an SAT score or Rhode Island College. And so you can actually, again, as I said earlier, you have your score reports for for five years. And so rather than having to to take the test again, you can just use your score from high school. I forgot what I wanted to do in college. It's been too long ago. But but I know know when I was graduating high school, I wasn't thinking that I'd be coming back. Right. (laughs) Right. And, and, you know, you you and me both, and maybe you, Mr. Kunick. So things change, and this is one... Thing that can help kids, uh, that can give another option for kids in the future. I agree. Definitely. Uh, I had a chance to have on uh, a very good friend of mine and a colleague, Mr. James Owen. Uh, he's been a math teacher here for the past 12 or so years. He was surprised by uh, Channel 10, the Commissioner of Education, and our own principal, uh, Miss Hassel, when he was uh, nominated by a student and won a Golden Apple Award. Congratulations on winning the Golden Apple Award. Fantastic. I mean, well-deserved. This was a surprise to you. Tell us how it went down. Uh, it, was, it was very surprising. I was helping a few students who were, were getting ready for a quiz they were taking. I was facing the opposite direction of the door, and 
I kind of heard the door open a little bit more quickly than if it was a student. So I immediately turned around and there was uh, Patrice Wood <laughs> with a, you know, a microphone and a camera with a big light right in my face. So it was pretty surprising. It was uh, a little bit uncomfortable, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but eventually, um, you know, my family walked in and uh, my son Chase came over and, and uh, that kind of eased my nerves a little bit. Yeah. Um, just to see, you know, and my mom walked in and my wife, and, uh, yeah. you know, that was that was really nice. So. Now, how old is your son now? My son's four. My daughter was, was in my wife's arms. She's two. Wow. Or she'll be two in April. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's always asking about, you know, that work because to him a teacher is a little different. Uh, you know, he, at that age they're... You know, they're trying to color and write their name, and and yeah. most of the day revolves around play yeah. and, and creativity and stuff like that. So he's kind of always asking me what I do, and and uh, it's a little hard for him to understand at that age because he has never seen anything like it. So yeah. for him to come in and see that, I thought was pretty nice. What was the very first thing that went through your mind when you saw Patrice Wood walk into the room? Um, I... Honestly, it's it's a little embarrassing and kind of uh, you know I I'm not somebody that likes to be in front of a camera um, or you know I, I guess we're all comfortable in in different ways and some people can get in front of an audience and talk and, yeah. and did you think Golden Apple I who I did this to me I did once once I saw Patrice Wood. Um, and the principal coming in and uh, Phil Solomon, the director of secondary schools, coming in. And, yeah. um, I, the, uh, the, I was able to... The commissioner of, of education. And the commissioner came. of education in Rhode Island. Yeah, it, was, yeah. It, uh, it took a second, but yeah, that, it all added up to Golden Apple. That's fantastic. Now, I would ask you if I could hold it, but I think I'm going to treat it like the Stanley Cup. You know, I haven't won it. I don't want to <laughs> jinx myself. Who... Stepped up and uh, and and made uh, Channel Ten aware of what a great teacher you are. So Olivia Kinchy, who's um, a student now, a junior at the high school, I have her in honors algebra two this year, uh, and two years ago in algebra one, and she has uh, she achieved an A um, as a freshman, and now she is she has an A in honors algebra two. Excellent student, but it kind of. You know, I was reflecting on it last night and thinking about what it really meant to to win that award. And it's kind of something that we now get to share, her and I, because she felt that I've had an impact on her. Yeah. And that's really what it's all about. It's that one student felt that you deserve to be recognized for what you've done for them and for those around them. And, and that's why it's pretty special. And that's good because I've been making it, uh, you know, a mandatory assignment for my kids, and I still haven't won it. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't done that. Well, congratulations. Uh, I think you one, Eric. Oh, you, th- you really do a lot here. Oh, thanks. Don't, don't, don't stop. Keep going. Okay, uh, <laughs> there are so many people that are deserving of recognition, and, you know, like I said earlier, it's a little embarrassing because you know all of the people in this school, whether it's teachers or administrators or leaders of some kind, that deserve to be recognized for what they do so when it's yourself and you know you feel like your your strengths maybe aren't what theirs are you know it's certainly humbling yeah and uh so i 
I really hope that everyone gets to be recognized in some way before uh, before long. Oftentimes, you know, it's the man that actually looks like the uh, the person who does something. But my wife at home does so much for the family, and for her to be there with the kids and. Uh, she had them in a condition where they were behaved, which is not always easy if you know four- and two-year-olds. Uh, so I just like Fantastic. to thank her for everything. Yeah, well, she deserves a cut of that stipend or whatever they uh, gave you. She's not right? getting any of that. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, night out with the girls or something like that. Or so. maybe with, with me. Yeah, or maybe with if you. I'm lucky. Maybe with you well, if you're lucky. And what is her name? Uh, Kristen. Kristen. Yeah, so we went to high school together, and uh-huh. and now we're married. And that about does it for us for today. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you next time.